Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host reading today. Um, today we are reading uh, John chapter 9 and this is episode 16.2. So welcome and thank you for joining me yet again. Uh, thank you for your dedication and your, uh, what's the word, tenacity um, to keep on, you know, pushing through. Um, today is kind of a short chapter, so to speak, and it's very, um, directed at, uh, the Pharisees, I think. This is a big thing, talking about the Pharisees. So, um, uh, anyway, I'm just, uh, glad that we are getting to spend a little time together, uh, and enjoying, uh, this moment to read in God's words. So uh, let's start off in prayer. Let me apologize for this being kind of late. Uh, got busy doing stuff again. So, uh, but tomorrow back on track. So, oh, and today is Martin Luther King Day. So I don't know what time you're listening to this, but happy Martin Luther King Day. <clears throat> so let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, <clears throat> we thank you for uh, taking care of us. And for providing for us and to always watch out for us uh, you are in control we know that we know that you deserve all the honor and the glory and the praise we're just thankful that we are blessed to be able to sit down for about 15 or 20 minutes and just read in your word and to hear what it is that you want us to hear and to know what you want us to know Lord, we especially are thankful for the gift of your son jesus christ lord we are um, eternally grateful for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for our sins lord we are not worthy of that sacrifice but you did love us enough to send him so we are thankful and we also uh, are thankful of the salvation that came from that um, lord i ask you to put a blessing over this time in this moment <clears throat> reveal to us what it is that you want us to know and to hear and to understand um, I pray blessings over every person out there who's listening and uh, their families. And uh, we ask you to uh, just, just put a covering over each one of us, Lord. We all have needs. We all have uh, stuff going on. Uh, keep hearing stories and things that are going on out there that are, it's just one thing after another. And Lord, I just, um, I get worried. I know I shouldn't be worried because you say, worry about nothing, pray about everything. So I lift all those things that I heard today uh, in your hands, Lord. Uh, it's, it's for you to take care of. We know that. And um, every individual that I have prayers over, Lord, I know you're going to take care of them. So it is your will be done. So Lord, we ask you to uh, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus name. Amen. <clears throat> All right, so chapter 9, episode 16.2. I'm going to take a little drink. <clears throat> All right, Jesus heals a, a man born blind. <clears throat> As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, Why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins? Or his parents' sins. It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened to the power 
oh, I'm sorry, so the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned by us, assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. But while I'm here in the world, I am the light of the world. Then he spit on the ground, made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means scent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said he was, and the others said, no, he just looks like him. But the beggar kept saying, yes, I am the one. I am the same one. They asked, who healed you? What happened? He told them, the man they called Jesus made mud and spread it over my eyes and told me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash yourself. So I went and washed, and now I can see. Where is he now? They asked. I don't know, he replied. Then they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees, because it was on the Sabbath that Jesus had made the mud and healed him. The Pharisees asked the man all about it, so he told them. He put the mud over my eyes, and when I washed it away, I could see. <clears throat> Some of the Pharisees said, This man Jesus is not from God, for he is working on the Sabbath. Others said, But how can an ordinary sinner do such miraculous? miraculous signs. So there was a deep division of opinion among them. Then the Pharisees again questioned the man who had been blind and demanded, what's your opinion about this man who healed you? The man replied, I think he must be a prophet. The Jewish leaders still refused to believe the man had been blind and could now see, so they called in his parents. They asked them, is this your son? Was he born blind? If so, how can he now see? His parents replied, We know this is our son and that he was born blind, but we don't know how he can see or who healed him. Ask him, uh, ask him. he is old enough to speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had announced that anyone saying Jesus was the Messiah would be expelled from the synagogue. That's why they said he is old enough, ask him. So for the second time, they called in the man who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this because we know this man, Jesus, is a sinner. <clears throat> I don't know whether he is a sinner, the man replied, but I know this. I was blind and now I can see. But what did he do, they asked. How did he heal you? Look, the man exclaimed, I told you once. Didn't you listen? Why don't you want to hear it again? Or why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they cursed him and said, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from. Why, that's very strange, the man replied. He healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he comes from. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he is ready to to hear those who worship him and do his will. Ever since the world began, no one has been able to open the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't have done it. You were born a total sinner, they answered. Are you trying to teach us? And they threw him out of the synagogue. <clears throat> 
spiritual blindness. When Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and asked, Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answered, Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. You have seen him, Jesus said, and he is speaking to you. Yes, Lord, I believe, the man said, and he worshipped Jesus. Then Jesus told him, I entered this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind and to those who think they see that they are blind. Some Pharisees who were standing nearby heard him and asked, Are you saying we're blind? If you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty, Jesus replied, but you remain guilty because you because you claim you can see. Okay, so <clears throat> um, I underlined a few things um, in here. Uh, in um, verse 3, it says, uh, after they asked him, uh, why was he born blind? Was it because of his sins or his parents' sins? And Jesus says, this happens so that the power of God can be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks tasks assigned us by the one who sent us. So what I understand from this is that things happen so that the power of God can be seen in these situations. So, you know, God gets the glory, which is what, you know, it's funny. I've been praying for a friend of mine's mom and that's all we pray for is for God to be glorified. You know, we're praying for a miraculous healing so that God can be glorified. It's not about us, although we are being selfish because we want her to stay here on earth, but um, with us. So, uh, but anyway, but that's the reason why things happen. Um, so we must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us by the one who sent us. And then I thought this was interesting. The night is coming and then no one can work. But while I'm here, uh, in this world, I am the light of the world. So I think when he's talking about the night is coming, I'm thinking that's Satan, maybe, you know, the darkness. Then he spit on the ground, made mud with the saliva and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. So I don't know what was in Jesus's spit, but it must be something mighty powerful. Um, and then of course, uh, the people are like, who healed you? You know, what happened? And he's like, well, the man, they call Jesus. He put, made mud and spread it over my eyes and told me, go to the pole and wash yourself. So I went and washed and now I can see. And so then they took the man to the Pharisees because he was healed on the Sabbath, which obviously that's a big thing for them. And uh, he put the mud over my eyes, and when I washed it away, I could see. But how can an ordinary sinner do such miraculous signs? Uh, so there was deep division of opinion among them, because, you know, some of the Pharisees are saying that he's not from God, and he's a sinner. And then these other guys are saying, well, how would an ordinary, sin you know, sinner uh, be able to do these miraculous signs? And the man replies, I think he is a prophet. He's telling the leaders, somebody special. Is this your son? Was he born blind? If so, how can he see? And of course, the parents are afraid of the Pharisees and getting, you know, rebuked or whatever for saying that Jesus is the Messiah. So they're like, well, we don't know. So go ask him. So then they ask him again. This guy's apparently getting frustrated because he's like, look, I told you once, you know, how many times do you want me to tell you, um, you know, 
didn't you listen the first time? Why did you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? You know, you're that curious about it. And then of course they, they curse him. They're like, we are disciples of, of Moses and we know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from, which they do. They know exactly where he comes from. And of course, uh, he's like, he healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he comes from. Um, we know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he is already, uh, but he is ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. You know, uh, Jesus can't be a sinner and doing God's work. That's it's you know it's counterproductive. You know you don't do that. Um, and then they accuse the man. The Pharisees are like, "You were born a total sinner. Are you trying to teach us?" And they threw him out of the synagogue. So they're again they're pointing their fingers at everybody else that everybody else is a sinner, but they are not looking at themselves as sinners, which is what Jesus is calling them out on at the end here. You know he's saying. Uh, I entered this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind and to those who think they see uh, and that they are blind. And they're saying, are you saying we're blind? And he's like, if you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty. But you remain guilty because you claim you can see. So they're, you know, he's saying if you were physically blind, you know, nothing would be uh, against you. But because uh, you, I'm sorry. If you, okay, so if you were blind, you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be guilty. But because you can see, you remain guilty because you're claiming you know everything because you're followers of um, of Moses. So I think that's what this is getting at. Again, he's just you know he's hammering these guys because you know they're pointing fingers at everybody else, but they're not pointing the fingers at themselves. So anyway, all right. Well, that's it for today. That was uh, some good stuff. And um, so, anyway, like I said, it was kind of short, but it was packed with uh, a lot of information. Uh, again, he's sort of hammering these uh, Pharisees and they're getting mad. And uh, some of them sound like they're sort of kind of getting on board with Jesus, but um, uh, the other are not. And they're definitely going to do something really bad we know that so all right so uh here we are at this moment again um we uh always uh jeremiah and i uh, are in agreement that we don't ever want to not give anybody the opportunity to accept jesus into their world into their life and so uh, if you haven't made a decision for jesus this is your time um you know this is not a magic prayer this is just about you and god and uh, how you feel and uh, saying it out loud. So uh, let me uh, lead you in that prayer. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's, your, it's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I give my life to him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and uh, welcome to the kingdom of heaven and into the brotherhood and sisterhood of Christ. Um, it's a miraculous day as far as I'm concerned. Um, and 
now you uh, will be charged with doing uh, God's work. So uh, we encourage you to get to a church, a local church, uh, no matter where you are, get to uh, a friend, tell them, tell a friend. Uh, also, mark it in your Bible um, that today was the day that you uh, uh, put your trust in Jesus and um, get to work. That's basically, uh, you know, God doesn't put you on this earth to not do work. So, um, so that's about it for today. Uh, again, I apologize for it being so late. Uh, I will get onto it a little bit earlier tomorrow and, um, we'll dive in and, uh, get into the word all over again. So thank you for joining me, whether this is in the morning or the evening, the afternoon. I'm just glad that you were able to uh, take out about 20 minutes out of your time and, uh, and learn what God has to tell us. So, uh, Thank you again, and God bless you. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow.